Welcome to Cancelled. We are back. Thank you for sticking through all of American Gothic. That was, uh, I fucking like that show. I know people may differ, disagree, but I enjoyed it. We're going to jump into a show that so far I fucking do not enjoy. Uh, Lisa Friedrich is here. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Lisa came to me. <laughs> I don't, on bended knee is too strong of a phrase, but she was very, she was, please let me do Please let me do vinyl. It's like, <laughs> I believe I was approached. Yeah. Uh, um, well, before we get into the show, <sighs> what's going on? How, how's things? How's life? Uh, life is good. Yeah. Um, is that dog new? I I've just seen, dog. I've seen the dog. Like, I see pictures all the time. Yeah. He is new. Um, he's two years old, but he's new to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he's good. He, uh, he's real sweet, real small. He's my homie. Um, you seem like you have one of those nice white people jobs where you can take a dog to work. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really do well there. <laughs> there's a well, there's a puppy, and he's like, nah, bitch. Like he <laughs> hates puppies. Oh yeah, he does not. Do <laughs> like well then you have a catty ass dog. Yeah, he's like, mm, girl. <laughs> and then like with older dogs, he's like, what's up? I'm younger than you, and then like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, lock it up. <laughs> kind of a dick. Lock it up. <laughs> Uh, fuck it. Let's get involved. Let's jump into it. Why did you want to do this show so bad? Um, it can't be because you wanted to watch it again. There's no, no way that's possible. No, that was very difficult for me. Um, it was, it was, it was, no, no, uh, like, it has all of the elements of being really good and Word. like something that I should like. Word. Um, and then I, I got in there and then I was like, this is terrible and then i couldn't pull myself out sure it was uh, it was traumatic every like there were certain things that made me just i did doesn't matter how um on on weed i was i was still <laughs> screaming mad at the tv i feel like because i watched the first episode when it aired and then something in my head was like just You'll have to watch it for the podcast, so just stop. Like, just that you can, you'll just, no no reason to do this twice. So I've only, going into this, I've only seen the first episode, um, which felt like four fucking episodes. I know it's all, it's it's like two hours, but it feels so much longer than that. Yeah, it feels like a Lord of the Rings extended edition. (laughs) I don't know how they're able to make, like, the drug-fueled, like, 70s New York music scene so boring at God, times. I know. Yeah, I know. I, I, it's, I, I, uh, I can, okay, we'll jump into it. Uh, for starters, things I like, got a great cast. Yeah. I fucking love Bobby Cannavale as a rule. He's a little, there's some issues in this show. And it's not even so much his fault as it is the writing. They just give, like, there's so many terrible one-liners that they give these people. Yeah. Like, at one point... Uh, he's like yelling at the fucking staff or whatever, like he always does. And uh, the guy who like fucked up some deal or whatever, he's got like, the big mutton chops. Mm-hmm. He's like, they're always like, you do this, you do this. And the mutton chops guy's like, what should I do? He goes, you, you go to the emergency room. He's like, oh, what for? See if they can pull your head out of your ass. Uh, shut, shut up. No one, nobody talks like that. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's so. And I like him a lot in a lot of things, but yeah, in this show, like. 
I, if you're going to make someone do coke as much as he does coke, right. maybe hire someone who's done coke. <laughs> like, there are so many issues with the coke, which is crazy because Marty's... I almost, I, I legit just started calling him Marty Scorsese like we were old hey. buds. Um, Marty Scorsese has done a ton of cocaine. Yeah. He should be better at cocaine yeah like and what it, it, it opens with him by like that drug deal with for starters he's like it was such a bad opening to anything he says he says uh I, i'm just looking for some sugar which i can't all right maybe i did well i wasn't doing coke in 1978 or whenever this yeah. show takes place maybe i'll let it go they called it sugar but he's like he goes i'll take an eight ball you know what fuck it give me a quarter and the guy hands him Maybe two grams of coke, three yeah. max, like maybe an eight ball worth yeah. of coke, maybe. And immediately, I'm like, come on, like you, like you should know what a pile of cocaine looks like, Martin Scorsese. You have put many of them up your nose, and then he, and then like literally, I, I kind of like that move of him, like desperate for a thing to do coke off of. Which honestly, he would just fucking stick it in the bag and like, or or in the vial. Yeah. But he like pulls the mirror off the, the thing. Yeah. It's like that's kind of funny. Like he wanted to feel like he was looking for some kind of nostalgia. Yeah, that's yeah, like yeah. the first. That's the. In that first scene, that's the only redeemable quality for me. I like the little. I like the uh, when he's looking for something to roll up, and it's the the homicide detective business card. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a nice little foreshadow. Like, clearly something's going to happen we mm-hmm. don't know about yet. I was fine with that. But then, like him on, like he hits a big fucking snort. He throws uh, his head back. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, but like, what's supposed to be the effect? Like when he goes to see the New York Dolls. That everything's in like slow motion because he's on coke. Yeah, that is the opposite of cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine is speed. It's yeah. all fast. First, well, yeah. First off, he totally overreacted to what was going. Like in For the sure. car, he's like, ah, ah, ah. and then he goes to a concert where everybody's like up and pumped up and yeah. glitters everywhere, and he's like just standing there. And I'm like, what? The-? It's so weird. It, it, that whole sequence is visually very arresting. But, like, story-wise, it makes no fucking no, sense. Yeah. Uh, I will say, whoever they got to be the New York Dolls, pretty good. Like, yeah. that was a good cover they're, on the New York Dolls. They're one of the... And I, and don't want to do a whole lot of... Like, I've seen the whole thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I mean, we will. We can acknowledge. Fine. They we are one to, of the better covers. There are a lot. Of, that is... I don't mind it when it's... All right, so, like, that is organic to the scene, right? Mm-hmm. He goes to a concert. It's the 70s. It's the New York Dolls. Perfect. Yeah. But then there's all these moments throughout the show where he's just like, where it's just a flash to some like ghost version of these people singing a song. Like, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's like, I guess it's supposed to be artistic, but it just completely takes me out. At one point, they're like in an office, they're talking, and then there's just like, I'm not sure, I and mean, clearly she's supposed to be somebody. I didn't, I didn't get who it was, but she's just like, there's a black chick singing and playing a tambourine. Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah. Like, it's not real. It's just for nope. the sake of, like, being cool, I guess. Yeah. Like, and that that was, th- like, the first thing I wrote down for episode one is jump cuts. <laughs> because it makes it make no sense. Like, there are certain times where, like, we're going back in time. And the only way to tell is that, like... Bobby kind of all looks like like a little a little younger. His hair's a little trimmer his hair or whatever. Is shorter, yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, I will say this about those flashbacks: I don't care about any of them. No, um, the only mildly interesting thing happening is the black uh, blues guy, yes, and him, and then like eventually he sees him again. Like that little relationship. Okay, I'll see where this is going. I don't know yet, but whatever. Yeah. But all of the ones that are just like his backstory are so fucking boring. Mm-hmm. And the re- and reason being is, I don't care about his character at all. 
No. I, I, I don't like him. I don't even dislike him. It's not no. that I hate him, so I'm like, good, let me see some bad shit happen to him. I'm just so disinterested in his stupid character and his dumb fucking lines that by the time like where they're like oh let's go see where his origin is i don't give a fuck let him do a bunch of coke at least that's funny yeah yeah well and like yeah so whenever they i I don't know if i'm jumping too far ahead whenever they're in the like he's bartending yeah yeah, and and that's where he meets like the blues guy yeah 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 and then also like kind of seeing the origins of what the projects were in the 70s like to me that was like oh that's cool because like that's kind of the era that that popped out right i'm way more interested in that than anything else that's going on jesus anything about him particularly uh i would i would however i will say this i watch an entire show about Ray Romano's character because he's one of the only fucking yeah. people on the show I like at all. Yeah, uh, he's he's genuinely pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like he like the he actually you can tell his lines that are funny are him and not the ones that are written because all the ones that are written are terrible. Yeah, there's one. All right, there's also a weird thing in the first episode where there's like a little bit of voiceover. And then they, like, write in the beginning. And then they just never do voiceover again. again. It's so fucking weird. Never again. And it's the worst. At one point, Bobby Cannavale goes, I had a golden ear, a silver tongue, and a set of brass balls. Go fuck yourself. Oh, it's God. All, it's... And there's so many of those lines. Well, and it's, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I wasn't around in, in, in 73. I wasn't doing record deals. But, like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, nobody talks like that. There's one. There's another moment in that voiceover where he says something to the effect of, and this is pretty close. Uh, you know what? Let me shut up. Put on the record. Drop the needle and crank the fucking volume. But that's supposed to be him. Just like now, we're gonna tell the story. And it's like, or just maybe don't use a music metaphor. Maybe just shut the shut fuck the up the for fuck five up. seconds and let the story happen. Uh, so much of, of of this first episode, I would say like probably an hour and 15 of the two hours was me just screaming, shut the fuck <laughs> up. There is so, like... You know what's crazy is that I watched all of it. Right. Totally forgot Led Zeppelin was a huge part of it. <laughs> just, that just didn't even, I didn't even, I didn't give a, that's how much I didn't care. Well, let's go ahead and throw this out there, and I, for sake of full disclosure, I don't give a shit about classic rock. I just don't. I just don't care. And I know I'm supposed to, and I know most of it is really good or whatever, <laughs> but I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not interesting to me. I'll listen to the blues that you stole yeah. most of it from, and then I'll catch up eventually. But like, I literally like I know a handful of Led Zeppelin songs. And when he said Robert, I was like, "Oh, that's supposed to be Robert Plant. I know that name." <laughs> but then the guy who was standing next to, I was like, "I don't know. Is that one of the other Zeps? I'm not yeah. sure who that person's supposed to be." Is that the be. dead one? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. No fucking idea. Uh, I I thought the the Yelly manager guy was pretty fun. Yeah, he was. Yeah, wasn't he like real limey? Like yeah, yeah, super Cockney. Yeah. Ass, like called everybody a cunt, which yeah. is always great. Oh, you know, I love that. You know, like a, love, in a thick Cockney accent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, making Robert Plant this, like, kind of uh, maybe gay, but also, like, attacking women. Like, I'm going to fuck those girls later, but, like, yeah, you're yeah, coming yeah, off yeah. real gay, dude. <laughs> like, and then, yeah, there's a lot of weird in that. That whole sequence is weird because... And I get the idea that they're going to downplay that it's Zeppelin in the sense that, like, he's not going to come across like, oh, fuck, Led Zeppelin, because he's got to be cool. Yeah. But, like, the show doesn't come across like this. Like, fucking Led Zeppelin, this is big. And it's like, well, maybe maybe play it up a little bit. Because you act like I'm supposed to give exactly the amount of a fuck about Led Zeppelin as I am the naughty bits or whatever fucking fake band name <laughs> you came up bits, with. The nasty bits, man. Uh, whatever. I don't fucking know. 
Um, I, I do care about the nasty. Do you? Is that your? Yeah. Is that the thing you care about in this? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is it because you like the music or because you like the dude? Because honestly, that guy that that that's fine. Um, it's at least interesting to me in the sense that like, oh, this is going to be like the origins of punk. Yeah. And that's like an interesting story, particularly in the history yeah. of New York. So I'm fine with that. Um. Oh, real quick, the Led yeah, Zeppelin please. thing. Though. So, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. There was well, we I got excited about nasty bits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, they were, uh, God, they were in like the underground of like a big stadium. Yeah, and like the seventies is when big stadium shows started happening. So like I get it, but for a minute I was just like rewatching. I was like, oh, that sucks. They didn't have the money to like put that where it needed to be. You know? <laughs> well, they, they couldn't, couldn't do, show like... any of the stadium, right? Yeah, they show him viewing it from the side, so right. it's a little bit of the stage, but there's no scope to any of that right. scene. That literally could have just been a warehouse. Like, there's no yeah. way to tell. So, for a minute, I was like, oh, man, that's sad. They just didn't have the money. I was like, wait a minute, it's no. Martin fucking Scorsese. <laughs> and HBO, like, they had all the fucking money yeah, in the world. and it's bankrolled by Mick Jagger. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. fine with money. There is so much money on the screen in this fucking, like, just, not even on the screen, but in the, like, just the amount of music clearances they had to oh, get yeah. for this show alone. Yeah. Mil- we're talking millions and millions of dollars just for that. And I will also add... It, the whole thing feels like an excuse for Scorsese to put his iPod on at a party. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it feels oh, like yeah. an excuse for him to be like, "No, I listen to the good shit." And like those conversations between Bobby Cannavale and a black guy, where they're just like naming blues men back and forth. That's just it makes me like flashback to shitty college. Yeah, <laughs> where you're like you're you're stuck at a party, you want to go home, but you know you're gonna get pulled over, and then yeah. everyone it's like past two a.m. So now everyone's talking about like Beatles or Rolling Stones, yeah. and like like oh, but have you heard this album? Nothing sounds better than this. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Oh yeah, no. It's, it's I literally at one point I just wrote, "This is every pretentious music fan come to life." Yes. Um, and the, but there's also like this is Scorsese. And at the end of the day, the man knows how to shoot stuff, right? So a lot of it does look good. The the uh, the fucking New York Dolls concert looks great. Oh, yeah. The collapse of that building looks Beautiful. amazing. But then there's also, like, are you back on Coke moments? Because that... I'll give you an example. The, the close-up of the lighter lighting that then becomes, the, like, the screen wipe to the next scene that takes, like, 30 seconds... Is the most indulgent horseshit I have ever seen. It's oh, yeah. like just year one film school bullshit. The- you might as well just be a close up of like a black and white picture of a broken porcelain doll. <laughs> like just a shitty, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like in a, like next to a burnt building, just like <laughs> shitty photography. There's just wax everywhere. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Ugh. Um, there's there's so much weird shit going like. I get that that record label is going to have a ton of drugs floating around, right? It's a record label in the 70s. It's going to be full of drugs. Yeah. I buy that entirely. Not 100% sure I buy that that secretary just has a drawer. Like, she's the drug girl. Maybe. What I don't like is she, like, they have to make a point of, like, she moves the magazine aside. She fills the drawer with all the drugs that she went and bought. And I kind of like the idea, like, someone's going to be in charge of getting the drugs. Sure. Sure. Might, might as well be her. But then she has to, like... Make a point of covering them back up That's with the, the magazine like, before she. Goes, everybody knows. Why? Why are you hiding shit? Just don't, fucking. You're uh, you're the drug girl. You're the girl they go to for drugs. They expect there to be drugs in there. I don't know who you're hiding that from. Bre- oh God. 
Uh-huh. Well, she's hiding it from Meg Ryan's son. <laughs> oh, who's that? That's know. the skinny, you know, the, the white guy oh, in the, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, the, <laughs> <laughs> that one white guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, he's the skinny, like, smarmy dude. Oh, the one who kind of hits on her in the beginning? Yeah, the one he's like, like, hey, she's like, what he... would you want? And he's like, a, a little blowjob. It's not even like... That's not even good. Well, I will, here's what actually made me laugh in that line where she's like, you can't even be creepy when you try. Yeah. Like, that's all right. I'm like, all right, that's I like good. her, too. She's I good. like her. I actually do like her. I actually. I like do. Her. I don't know who she is. Um, I will no. Google that. But I do like that. I, like I think the actress is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the the character is actually better written than most on this show, um, which is saying to, a lot. Yeah. Well, she seems to be like the one redeemable character in the first episode because she's the one that's like, oh, well, what about this? Like, here's she, an idea. And she I'm has like, something to say. She has like like a passion for a thing. Like, she is at least interested. She has a fucking purpose. A lot of people <laughs> yeah, don't. Sure. Jen, she also is like, there is a thing of like, oh, she has to fuck that dude, which fine. But also like, she's a twenty-something girl in the fucking seventies who's in charge of drugs. She might fuck a rock star. Yeah. I don't think that's that bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like necessarily taking away from her character. I do like that she then immediately puts her fucking foot down. Like, no, we're not fucking anymore. Now that I got gotcha, you, it's time to talk about business. Yeah. So I like, I was fine. with I that thought it stuff. was fucking cool as shit. <laughs> it was a little funny when she was like, "Hey, watch out with that heroin," and he's like, oh, "What do you know about it?" Yeah. It's like, well, I mean, she's in charge of drugs. Like, her job is drug girl. She probably knows a little bit about her. Yeah. Like, also, like, to me, I was just like, oh, what? Is it like a pot shot at, like, the 90s? Like, yeah. did you just try to, like, take out the whole 90s? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also some shit, though, that we're like, the drug shit gets a little. I, I, and I know the term is realistic, but there's a moment where uh, the guy comes, the shitty guy goes and, like, hey, can I get an ounce of weed? Because yeah. he's got, he has to have some long recording session with some names I'm supposed to know, but don't. And uh, she's like, oh, that's so horrible. You need some bennies to keep you up or whatever. And she's like, how about some goofballs? And now I get that someone, that was a term for drugs, for some specific type of drug in the 70s. But who came, like, was that somebody's mom that named yeah. that drug? <laughs> like, who called that drug goofballs for the uh, first time? I don't even know what drug it is. I don't know what that's supposed to be. I like the idea that Richard Nixon was sitting around being like, war on drugs. Let's also name them. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sure that's in his tape somewhere. He's like, fucking goofballs and and they're like, oh, that's a good name for that. Uh, yeah, him and a bunch sh- of cops sitting around just <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, yeah. fucked up, being y- like, yelling about the Jews. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, there's like, there's, a, there's so many of those terrible one liners. There's another one later on where, uh, I'm trying, oh, maybe it's in the next episode. We'll wait till it gets to the next episode. But it's, it's, it's I, I never thought that I <laughs> that Andrew Dice Clay would be the thing I liked the most in something. Oh yeah, he's kind of great. That I, is episode one. It's episode one. That's yeah, all yeah. episode one because he gets murdered in the beginning, or not in the beginning, but like the murder is episode one. Uh, coked out Andrew Dice Clay, like like coke binged, been up for two days. Or Andrew Dice Clay is fucking great. That ponytail is beautiful. <laughs> the ponytail and the, sh- the weird, like, almost full beard, but yeah. split in the middle, but it's gray. Yeah, it looked like dead Elvis. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right before like Elvis died. dead Elvis. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, like, but that legit, but that actually that sequence at the house, when he's just, like, full Phil Spector fucking yeah. losing it, he's great. Yeah, he, like he just keeps saying, like, face your fears, face your fears. Like he's just saying weird shit. He's so good. And then they fucking murder him. And I'm like, oh, come, God damn it. You finally had me into a storyline. Yeah. Now, granted, that actual sequence was really intense and like 
I thought well done, like the actual killing of him yeah. when they like cave his skull in with that fucking vase or whatever. Like it's it's intense. That was very Scorsese to me. For I was sure. like, cool, we're back on. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. who's directing this. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And Mick I Jagger sat down for that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know how long fucking Scorsese stays around if he just did the first one or whatever. But I think he did all of them. Did I he? don't remember. Okay, well we'll Google and find out. Yeah, he. Like, I, I really enjoyed Clay. I love that so much that storyline is about Donny Osmond. And, like, the fact that they just yeah. keep getting to go, that cocksucker Donny Osmond over and over. Like, that's what's really frustrating about this is there, like, it clearly could have been good. Yeah. Right? Like you were yeah. saying in the beginning, like, this is like a, like, there's so many elements here that could make this so good. And at the end of the day, it's like fucking, at one point, I don't know if he says it in the first episode or the second one, but, but Cannavale's character, Rich Finestra, whatever his Richie name is. Finestro. Finestra? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Sounds like Richie. a dick pill. Yeah, yeah. Finestra. Yeah, it does. And for sure, you should <laughs> contact your doctor if you get side effects from Finestra. Yeah. Um, he says, like, about the record label, like, what are we doing? Our record label seems like a fucking Chinese takeout menu. There's something, there's this and that, and none of it makes sense. Yeah. That's exactly what this show feels like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, 19 elements thrown at the screen, and none of it comes together. No. And, yeah, and and, and you can't even choose one thing, because it won't let you stay on one thing long enough. It won't be there for more than two seconds. Yeah. I, also, can we talk about Olivia Wilde for a second? We can talk about her all day. <laughs> okay. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. She's very pretty. And as someone who's watched a ton of House, I don't think she's a bad actress. I think she's a good actress. I think she, I think her character means less than nothing in the show. She's literally there to be a buzzkill. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't, if they had just written him to not have a wife and kids and he could just be a fucking degenerate, because, well, I, and we can just jump around, whatever. The opening to the second episode is my favorite thing I've seen so far, <laughs> where he's just full bendered out, and he's in that fucking movie theater doing fake karate to Bruce Lee and screaming. I was like, if this show is just from this point on, bender coke binge yeah. Bobby Cannavale, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, but then she has to show up and like fucking yeah. bore me with Andy Warhol flashbacks. And then leaving her kid uh, at the diner. It's just, I know. Which is actually very funny to me. Because <laughs> you don't even have an excuse. Like, you're mad at your husband because he's coked out and drunk and being a lunatic. But you just drove away from your kids mm-hmm. at a diner because you're kind of absent-minded. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, yeah. she Yeah, she, um, not mom of the year, for <laughs> sure. But yeah, like, I kind of... I was kind of pissed that, like, so far there's only, like, one female that, like, means anything, sure. and it's Drug Girl. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. then we get to Olivia Wilde, we think, oh, there's the name we recognize, the face we recognize, let's go, let's see what's going on. She's immediately, even episode one, she's like, are you, you yeah. stayed in New York? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? You got, your eyes are a little bloodshot, like, immediately. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that yeah, wasn't yeah. even the f- dr- coke-fueled rage. No, yeah, that was that just, was him, just being him being tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was real boring. And I get that she's supposed to be, like, the anchor that's holding him back from being the crazy person he kind of wants to be or whatever. And I read a thing, because, like, I was looking at the, excuse me, the, um, that, the the building collapse is a real, yeah. is a true story. Yeah. I, someone, of sorts. I remember someone telling the me The building was true. The Mercer building really happened. That collapse of that building really happened. Uh, it didn't happen during, it, like, happened during the middle of the day. It wasn't, like, yeah. during a concert or whatever. So there was some, like... Whatever taken, take, like um, dramatic license taken, but it was like a real thing. 
Um, and someone was saying that, like, the collapse of this building is a metaphor for the collapse of his life. So you need, like, her to be the anchor that he's pulling away from or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you probably do. But couldn't she be something more than just that? Couldn't she have, like, anything going on? Well, also, like... A- particularly when you're in a flashback, she's, like, trying to be an actress or something. She's talking yeah. about coming in for auditions. No, she's just a wife that nags her husband. She's uh, like, at the end, like, it's very just shittily written women characters. It's like that... I don't remember the name of it, but it's like that... It's a Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet movie about the 50s. I don't remember... Uh, but she she's the same thing where it's like yeah. I was gonna be something and now we're in the suburbs. Like, yeah. sucks. It's like oh god, like I just don't I don't feel for that character. You know what I mean? Like I to an extent I do I guess, but yeah, she's just like and also like the more you say that like she was the anchor or whatever like I'm like yeah, but also like the record label, all these other people, these other like right. he has so many different things that are anchoring him down right or like that are interacting with him on this weird level and i'm like why don't why can't we just focus on <laughs> for sure there's no focus to the point where i they kept having characters show up at that office and i'd be like oh fuck am i supposed to remember who that is and i'd be like oh no that's just another new fucking person yeah. that they brought in like yeah. it's just so much thrown at you at once that i forgot entirely that there's another female a and r uh, yeah, she's just at the table. She has like two lines, but then I see her again, and they keep saying uh, they keep telling her to work with Julie, and I assume that that was Julie, and it's definitely not Julie. Julie's a fucking weird guy that does coke with him when he comes back from the movie theater. So she's just a girl that has like four lines, and then I forget why I'm even like why she's even God, there. Yeah. She's like another person to get fired. There's, there's, yeah, like, and that's, uh, and you're, the whole thing is confusing because there is also like the like. Ooh, is that supposed to be someone I'm supposed to know from the 70s? Like, There's so much there's of that. There's so much of that that it makes, like, it hurts. It <laughs> I, hurts. I kept having to Google, like, I kept Googling, particularly in those weird, like, ghost cutaways where, like, suddenly, like, because, like, all right, so they have his birthday party, right? Yeah. And the people give him a Bo Diddley's guitar. Yeah. Um, And then there's a shot of him, like, staring off, and then uh, somebody who's supposed to be Bo Diddley is playing a song by the pool. And he's not, really, is not, he's not actually at the party. It's just some weird sequence we're supposed to look at. So I kept having to Google who those people were. Bo Diddley I knew only because in the song he says, hey, Bo Diddley. So I figured that one out on my own. But there was a lot nailed of them. It. Na- nailed it. Nailed that one. But there was a lot of them I had to Google, so I'm spending a lot of my time Googling these names. But then, every so often, like every third one of them, is just a made-up band. And I'm yeah. like, can't, like, I can't waste my time getting invested in who I don't know who I'm supposed to give a shit about. Yeah, it's so, it's so, that's why I was like, okay, Led Zeppelin got it. Cool. Like, wh- who's next? Like, give me the big ones, and then just everybody else could just go, like, jerk off in a fire. Like, <laughs> also, and this, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm, I'm confused by something. I'm hoping you can answer this question. So, Drug Girl. At one point, she's going to the party because she's going to go see the, uh, the nasty bits. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has another drug drawer in her house, by the way. Yeah. Not even... I get that the work drug drawer is going to be filled, but she has an equal-sized drug drawer in her house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I know like drugs were cheaper back then, but you also made less money, so I don't know how this all comes out. But anyway, who oh, is she supposed point. to be living with? Oh. Is that like her aunt or something? Like, she's just like... That woman's like, your mom's been asking about you... 
I just don't even know what that situation is. She's yeah. like, I just need a couple more days because, like, I'm going to sell this band and make a bunch of money or whatever. For some reason, I thought it was her grandmother for some reason, but now, like, <laughs> That's now way, like, she's way, she's not that. I don't think she's yeah. old enough for that. Well, I mean, I don't know. True enough. The 70s were wild. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, it's hard for me to tell like and and even if and i'm gonna that's why i'm rewatching because i don't remember i'm sure it comes out eventually but like yeah watching i was just like i don't remember like and because i don't care there's also that that is the weirdest part of this and i'm sorry if i'm interrupting you no you're please tell me to shut the fuck up um i i legit like every time there's a thing where i start to care i get excited so, like, when Ray Romano shows up and has some interesting shit to do, or at least, like, even the thing with the Germans, I'm like, okay, at least that's a storyline. Yeah, yeah. It has a point A and a point B, and I can follow it. They need these guys to buy out the company because they're hemorrhaging money. Fine. I can follow that through. Immediately they drop it, and then we can just fucking forget about that. Yeah. Uh, I, so, every time I start to care about something, it's either forgotten about or I'm told that it doesn't matter. So, it's really frustrating on a, on a show level. Even his fucking sobriety. Which should be an important thing. I, I like that. I like kind of. I kind of like that they don't right away come out and have him be like, "I'm sober two years." Sorry, no coke for me. Like he's around it a ton. He's yeah. still drinking a little bit, but he's like, mm, "No, I'm good." And they'll have things like Ray Romano go, "Oh, he doesn't need to do any because he's already done it all." It's like they'll have these moments where he's like, kind of like they they address it without just kind of yeah, hitting yeah. the nail on the head. So I was I was I like that. But then when he finally breaks down and he goes to the house after killing the dude. And he has that, and he grabs the whiskey. He drinks like the neck of that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> like I, I lo- look at it, it is ba- I'd say four shots. Yeah, I would legitimately say four shots of whiskey. <laughs> he is like cartoonishly drunk. Oh yeah, he's smashing shit. He's like telling his kid, "Hey, come dance with your dad. Your dad wants to dance. Let him dance with me." He's like ridiculously drunk, and I'm like, "But aren't you supposed to be a hardcore drug addict and alcoholic? How are you so hammered on visibly a very tiny <laughs> amount of alcohol? It's driving me crazy." I, I in my head, I was like, "I guess he took pills before he got there." Like, <laughs> but you. Then you gotta show me him taking the yeah. pills. Yeah, if you're gonna show us everything else, you gotta show us you, why he's that fucked up. Why he's so yeah. fu- and he is like Other smashing than- the guitar and it was TV <laughs> fucked up like he's a mess. Then <laughs> it's just really funny to be that fucked up in apartments. Yeah. I did think that was funny. Like mm-hmm. even and also that was like some really good acting from Ray Romano. Yeah, like not funny at all. Just him being like, "You fucked me, and mm-hmm. now you're fucking me uh, again, yeah, and I yeah, am hundred yeah, percent yeah. fucked." I re- I was very impressed. We can kind of get, unless there's anything else specifically you want to say about the first episode, we can jump into the second. Um, and also, we can come back. It doesn't really matter. Um, no, yeah. Ray, Ray Romano in the second episode is fantastic. I, for starters, the, and I know I said it earlier, the opening of the second episode, I was like, fuck, I might like this show. Mm-hmm. He's just coked out of his mind. Yelling in that movie theater, doing fake karate. Yeah, he's still covered in dirt from the fucking building collapse because he's just been up on fucking cocaine. <laughs> I was like, all right, this now or at least this is interesting. Yeah. Um, he shows back up at the office. That whole sequence is like where he's just yelling at those German guys and he's talking about how like we're gonna bring this record label back. I was like, oh, okay. So here's the premise of the show. He has this weird. He has a he's like really shitty lines there where he's like, I got mugged 
by God. But I took his wallet. Like, but that's like shitty in the way that crazy drugged out people say stupid things. Yeah. So I, I kind of enjoyed yeah. that. Um, so like all that shit, which is stupid. But I'm like, oh, so this is the premise. He goes off on a bender yeah. and he decides to rebirth his, the thing he's super passionate about. I was like, all right, I, I can get behind this. Um, him doing his fake karate actually being effective really made me laugh. Oh, when yeah. They're like yelling at him and just karate's fucking Ray Romano in the nose and then karate's the dude behind him. I just, I laughed because <laughs> re- like they're bloodied. Like he yeah. hurts them. It yeah. made me laugh really hard. Well, yeah. And that's one of those like, in no way is this real. The more I'm talking about this, like right now, I'm like, wait, is this kind of a genius show? It's the thing where I like see a shitty open mic or comic and I'm like, Wait, wait, hold on, is he? Like, wait, is this show really, like, a genius? Like, what is happening? Right, right, right. Was this all in his head? I also like the the blatant racism against the Germans. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a but, but I mean, it's still, it's a little closer, right? These people's parents were in World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Uh, okay, I get that. yeah, 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 let's hate the Germans. For sure. And there's also, like, the racism angle in this show is weird. Because it's there. It is the seventies. It should yeah. be. There's definitely a moment where, like, because uh, Ray Romano tells his wife that he got rear-ended because he doesn't want to explain why his nose has been broken. Yeah. It's just a fake coked-out karate. Uh, and she's like, "Was it a colored?" A lot of those guys don't have insurance, and it's like, but then he is like super progressive because he's like, "No, it was actually a white guy, like a German name." Like he goes like the other way with it. Yeah. There's a bunch of random stuff like that. At one point, they're trying to talk to the Germans, and that where they're like stalling for Bobby Cannavale to get there. And they're like, oh, did you see a show? And he's like, oh, you should go to Greece. It's really popular. Or Pippin. And the guy's like, there's a black guy in that. Who's the black guy in Pippin? And then the, the black secretary walks in, and mm-hmm. he's like, hey, hey, who's the black guy in Pippin? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And then, and then whoever one of the guys, oh, what, because she's black? She knows who the black guy is in Pippin? Yeah. Like, That's like a thing people would do now. Yeah. Like, that is way too... It's not like uh, Someone in the 70s would not call you out on your fucking... Like, oh, mild racism that that's, that was. Yeah, so that's. Ex- I was gonna say like the the progressive. Yeah, like the racism in that show is the racism of today. Right, it's and weird. it's so weird because I'm like, wait, so, uh, like, like if we're gonna have this the storyline of like how like. I mean, what he did to to the singers is fucked up. up. Yeah, well, but he also like he tried to like. There's a thing of, like, he did, like, it, I don't know how much that was racism or how much that was just him being a shitty person. Because yeah. he was like, hey, come with me. Like, I know you're upset, but I'm leaving. I'm starting my own record label. You come with me. And then when he asked the, the mob guy, hey, can you can I have his contract? And mob was like, no, my daughter likes him. You, you can't have him. He's like, oh, all right, well, fuck that guy. Like, yeah. I, that's more of, like, him just being a shitty person and wanting yeah, yeah, his money yeah. to start his thing. The, the general racism of, like, we're just going to steal from these fucking dumb black kids and take their money, which is what the record industry has always been. Yeah. It's just sort of ever present, I think. Yeah. But there, I, it's, it's weird. It's weird in that. I feel like at the end of the, we're both kind of saying it wasn't racist enough. It was. That's <laughs> like, kind of how I are feel. Are we okay with saying that? Everybody's a little too not racist. For the time period. I think that's fair. It's just not genuine. It wasn't genuine racism. There's also, there's another great line in that opening. Because, like, there's a thing about his, like, I got mugged by God, but I took his wallet. And then the German guy is like, oh, are you okay? You're bleeding. And he goes, we're all bleeding on the inside. There's Those moments are so, like, perfect 
drug-fueled nonsense that I was really starting to enjoy it. And then that shit kind of... They cut immediately to another shot of, like... Some, a flame, of like, another um, lighter. No, it's like a it's like a guy singing that I'm supposed to know that I don't because I can't stop doing that. Um, there's a great moment when Bobby Cannavale's like in the office. He gets the 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 um, he gets a bunch of coke. He puts like he's like doing coke or whatever. And the the A and R guy, it's actually Julie. He's like this shitty. Oh, yeah. like, I sat for nine months in the dark to sign Jose Feliciano, which actually made me laugh very hard. But he's like, he walks <laughs> in, he sees him doing coke, and he goes, oh, we're doing this again? And Bobby Cannavale just looks at him all bug-eyed and goes, yup! I, there's moments that, like, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And then he, like, fake lassos him and makes him do coke with him, and then they're yelling at everybody. All that shit to me in the beginning of the second episode was like, fuck, man. If this show is just... If this show is just Fear and loathing in the record industry. Yeah. I will watch the shit out of it. What sucks, though, is that I don't think they meant for that to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that, that's, that's the part that I was like, I mean, I couldn't let go of it because I'm like, oh, this is supposed to be like a crime thing. Like right. a, And then when they did shit like that, I was like, what the fuck? Fuck! Like, and it's the same thing. Like, this dude used to do all of it, right? right so sure. why are we lassoing people? Yeah, yeah. Like, at a certain point in your drug habit, right, you right, kind right, of right. figure you, it you out. You know how shitty... to ride it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's also like, there's a thing in the second episode where, like, so, so the, so they kill. Andrew Dice Clay in the first episode, mm-hmm. he's freaking out because the cops have. He already has a business card from a homicide detective. They, they want to talk to him. There's some shit on the news about bodies being found, so he's freaking out. Eventually, we get to a point where like him and like he's back home. He's talking with the wife. He's at the apartment. He's talking mm-hmm. with Olivia Olivia Wilde, and the fucking homicide cops show up. And I'm like, okay, fuck, we're continuing that story. That is an interesting story. I really liked Andrew Dice Clay. There's a murder. There's some stakes. Let's get to it. Cop shows up. Nah, I ain't about that at all. It's just about the fucking his old boss from the old record label that yep. got killed by the mob guy that we didn't know about. I don't care about. Nope. And are you telling me now that I don't like the rest of that? The the murder is just done. Like I'm assuming it's gonna come back. We got eight more episodes or whatever. But like, fuck, you had me. I was excited for something. I yeah, and that's. Th- it's a. I think that's a weird way of them being like murders happen all the time in the. I, that's exactly and what I'm it is. Like, that's exactly what it is. Them trying to establish like, oh, it's the seventies. New York is just a grimier place than it is now. Yeah, um, but like, just say it. You know, yeah. like don't introduce us to a storyline right, and then right, be right. like, oh, here's another storyline. Gotcha. We got to follow that one. Which where? Which way are we going? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus. I actually there's a there is back to drug girl. Um, whose story I'm continuing to like. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, like, so they so they have the meeting where he's like, uh, we're not selling the meet, like, he has the meeting with all the A&R guys, and he's like, we're not selling the company, but it also means we're cutting, like, 40% of our staff. Uh, everyone in this room is fired, but you've got two weeks to earn your job back by bringing me acts. I want the best new things or whatever. Uh, she goes to him afterwards, and she's like, what about that band I... I told yeah. you about it. he like he immediately is like she's like what do you think and he's like well they they have like a thing kind of mc5-ish they're not there yet whatever i like that at his core he is still passionate about the music yes and that's a good way of showing it out which just without him just being like i'm passionate about music and crank it to 11 yeah, yeah 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 exactly like him he actually did listen to it yeah. and he took the time to listen to this thing that some random person brought him so i liked that and i liked her like that thing where she's like she's like you want me to just you want me to suck your dick? And he's like, I mean, I didn't 
I'm not going to say I didn't think about it, but no. Uh, I just want you to like do the work or whatever. That is a little gross. The idea that she was immediately willing to like, I'll just suck your dick to get ahead. But at the end of the day, like, it also doesn't necessarily ring untrue to that character. Right. Because she already fucked that dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's, it's all right. And then she like, she says it kind of grossly. But then when he's like, you can do something for me. And like, she goes into her shirt. I thought she was going to start taking her shirt off, but she just pulls out Coke. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Okay, good. That's you. You're a drug girl. I get it. Yeah. You've gotten what you want. You're going to give him what he needs, which is drugs. I was fi- I'm fine with that relationship being kind of shitty. And then her going up to the, because what the reveal in that is, is she told him that she had found that band. She saw the guy on the subway and liked his look, but really she had snagged the tape at yep. the secretary's office. And the reveal in that, in that scene is that he says like, you know, you know, you cut it, you took it away before it came into my mailbox anyway. So he, she, he knows where she got it. Yeah. And then when she goes to the fucking secretary and he's like she's like keep reading the magazine don't worry about it but uh if you ever snitch on me to richie again i'm gonna kick you in the cunt i fucking yeah bet. well first off i'll kick you in the cunt is a great threat it's, it's great. just like, it's, it's, it's a, amazing it's a great threat from a woman to a woman it's a great threat from a woman to a man like if oh, you yeah. just called it if you told a man you're gonna kick him in his cunt that's such like an insult on so many levels like it's great oh it's perfect but it's also great for her because she like needs a little bit of not fucking around like she like to to be more like like okay yeah. it's not just like she'll fuck her way to the top she'll sell drugs whatever but having a little bit of like no I'll fucking threaten you I'll like whatever yeah. she's super serious like I think that it was, adds yeah that added to her character a lot yeah, yeah. I also like I, now I'm kind of thinking that there's not enough misogyny in this show. <laughs> I'm like yeah. wait god damn it Mars Scorsese why didn't he get his dick sucked <laughs> hold on there could have been a dick sucking scene. Well, I think, honestly, the reason he didn't get his dick sucked is because he loves his wife. Yeah. He's shitty. He's a drug addict. But I don't think he's, like, that type of shitty. Yeah. He's not, like, necessarily a cheat on his girlfriend. The reveal... Uh, this actually happened in the first episode, which I, I did enjoy. It's, like, a, a fun reveal. Was uh, at the birthday party when she tells... She's like, all right, I have a confession to make. And it turns out that they were supposed to go to Woodstock... But they just got in a hotel and stayed mm-hmm. in bed the whole time, fucked the whole time or whatever. And she's like, he's like, I didn't regret it a bit because I love this woman. I still love her or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's nice. Because like, and everyone there was like, what the fuck? You told us all these stories about you in Woodstock and in front yeah, of row and all yeah. this shit. I enjoyed that bit of like, that's a nice way of like showing they have a genuine relationship. As opposed to the horrible Andy Warhol flashbacks in the second episode where we find out that, like, he went and fucked her when in the bathroom when they were yeah. both on different dates. Yeah. Which, okay, so you're both shitty, is what you're telling me. Also, like, she looked like Catherine Zeta-Jones in that. <laughs> For some reason, I was like... It was the makeup, I think. Yeah, yeah, and, like, the hair was different or something. I was like, girl, you look <laughs> like a completely different person. And there are so many terrible... I, I, I guess, okay, this is maybe just on me, and maybe I just don't know what German people sound like. <laughs> but, like, the German people in the office sounded like, okay, legit, yeah. maybe that's what a German accent sounds like. The ones at the parties where, like, this guy's an artist or a photographer or whatever sounded like Saturday Night Live character of German people. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, he's like, my art is mostly industry stock images and they're like and fucking I, I did like Bobby Cannavale going like 
It's fucking depressing. Just yelling yeah. in his face. I was like, yeah, this show is depressing right now because this weird, like, Sprockets fucking dude is really bumming me it out. It was Sprockets. I feel like they were all Sprockets. <laughs> I'm going to call it the Sprockets flashback. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that they said that the art was boring because it was. Sure. And that's about it. Like, everything else in that scene, like, all of the flashbacks to, like, the art stuff, it's like... We we fucking get it. Yeah, like yeah, stop, yeah, dr- yeah, yeah, stop yeah. it. Like and there's also there's a line there that's so on the fucking nose where he says something about Andy Warhol and they're like because you're like the like the personification of a soup can and it's like okay yeah we know Andy Warhol painted the soup cans like what well, you get it, like, it. Like, at that point, that's not clever you use the most the most obvious reference you could it's not clever like, and they they make a point of only calling him Andy. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we know what the fuck you mean. We get it. Like, yeah, we, we put and it he's together. talking like <laughs> everything is so wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like also, like, why didn't you just put a fucking light bulb above his head? When <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm, don't spell it out for people that much. I think that's what I think that's what my biggest problem with the 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 show is. It's like they don't trust us to fucking get it. Yeah, and then the things that they trust us to get are infuriating, (laughs) and fuck them for it. Like, I will say this again, and I will continue to say that Ray Romano might be my favorite character on the show. Yes, Um, him. Uh, so he shows up and they're, they're planning his daughter's bat mitzvah mm-hmm. and he's got the broken nose and I, the daughter being like you're gonna ruin our pictures and he's like I'm fine thank you like he's all mad that yeah 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 and like what I love about that sequence and it's just it's just funny to me is that that like they're like she's just like what about the Excalibur package or whatever the fucking name of the like ball or expensive mm-hmm. party packages and they start listing what's in that package and it is the lame like literally it's like so we have 12 uh, hors d'oeuvre stations featuring such greats as swedish meatballs yeah. and teriyaki satay like what baller was in the 70s one of them was mini quiches oh, i yeah. laughed so hard and they're <laughs> like they're like for we have prime rib and herb crusted salmon and it's like this is a holiday in menu yep but and, and but they're doing a thing where like they keep adding up the price on the fucking calculator and showing it to ray romano and it's just and he's like uh-huh uh-huh okay sure whatever and at one point he literally just goes like yeah, fuck it. What does it matter? Fine. You're going to have your... But he's like, fr- supposed to be freaking out about the money, but he just gives up at the end. Yeah. I enjoy that character. And then, for him to almost kill himself, I fucking was like, what? And, and so he's laying in bed with his wife. Mm-hmm. She's bitching about the colored guy that mm-hmm. ran into him. And then she's bitching about, like, how much it's going to cost to get his nose fixed or whatever, whatever. He's like, all right, I gotta, I can't sleep. And he goes down to the garage and gets in the car you're like, oh, is he going to go somewhere? And then he takes out this bottle of pills, and he's clearly going to OD. And then he does, and he's got, like, tears running on his cheeks. The fucking performance from Ray is really strong. He's great. But, like, it also seemed like a bit of a jump to suicide. Yeah. Nothing, you haven't even lost anything yet. Well, like, I get that, like, you have, fi- like, since the deal didn't go through, you have financial problems. Yeah. Because you were expecting that money. But, like... You still have your house. Everything's still fine. Like it's also, not. It's you've the, got time. It's the same thing of like how did how did Bobby get so fucked up? Like show me. Yeah, show me the show prox- me the yeah, descent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Show me the show me what happened that made him like. Did he look From, at a? Did he look at a? You know the, his book bills or, or something. Yeah, like, yeah, there's nothing. Literally, all we know is he's freaking out about the expense of the daughter's bar mitzvah. So he's gonna kill himself. Like yeah. dude, like there should be some. 
Show me something. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. The house that, is going to get foreclosed again, on, anything. That's the fucking stuff that they're like, oh, the audience will get it. And I'm like, no, yeah, yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. is like, what the fuck are you doing to us? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, killed yeah, off yeah. our favorite character in the first episode. You're going right. to do it to the second one? Like, go die in a fire. <laughs> oh, my God. I agree 100%. This is I, why I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we just get mad and yell up. a bunch. All right. That I works took for me. a clonopin and I'm still like <laughs> this mad. Um, I thought the end of this episode was fine. <laughs> it's the best compliment I can give it. Uh, like Ray's gonna kill himself. We get a little more flashbacky shit with fucking Andy Warhol or whatever. But it's it's just sort of like. He goes. Oh, the end is he goes to uh, back to the projects, and he yeah. goes to the old the, that dude's apartment. So it's like to me, it's a good cliffhanger because that's kind of the only storyline I care about. Yeah. So having that, oh, okay, you're going to continue with that. That's fine. And I liked him like the the follow up because the first time he goes to the projects, he gets a gun put in his face. So he's like, oh, fuck this, and then making the point to go back now that he's like coked up because he's like, I want real artists. I know where there is one will make this happen. Like, I, I like that continuing storyline. Yeah. Well, that's also him being like, I care about music more than anything. Exactly. Like, that's more of that. Which I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, that's perfect. Keep that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, he, that whole thing, because we go straight from, like, possible suicide to, like, possible murder. murder. <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> um, I do in the... His that the black guy's backstory, I think, is handled well. Where it's like he tells the mob guy he doesn't want to fucking sing pop songs anymore, and then they yeah. fucking beat the shit out of him, and then they like fuck up his neck with Ugh. the with the baseball bat. It's, so it's like, okay, that's why he doesn't sing anymore. They don't see. There's there's moments like that that they handle subtly well, where it's like, okay, they don't have to come out and have him in a doctor's office or in a doctor going like, you're never gonna sing again. Like right. they just, they can handle that, but that right. works. But and then, also, if it, if if like somebody did a voiceover at that moment that was like, <laughs> and then I never yeah. sang again, I'd be like, well, that makes fucking sense yeah, yeah, with this yeah, show. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but no, I'm happy to see that they haven't dropped that story. Like I kind of thought they were going to. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like I, I am definitely not excited about continuing to watch this show. No. But I am, I'm like, I'm like masochistically excited about continuing to watch this show. Like I, like I have, I've had this fucked up tooth in the back of my mouth for the last couple <laughs> of weeks, and I keep pushing it with my tongue. That's where I'm at with this yeah. show. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, that's how I was round one. Yeah, like round two is a little bit. It's got to be harder. It's got to be hard. If you know how well, shitty it's gonna be. Yeah, and also like now I do think I'm gonna like fall into this weird place of of insanity where I'm like, you know what, Chris? I think it might be the best show that's ever been. Made. <laughs> like I honestly, they, think, they're gonna fool you. I think I'm gonna because I will trip up on that so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want things to be good. Oh, uh, so. Uh, Nasty bits. I keep wanting to say naughty bits. I keep wanting to say naughty bits because that's Ella Gale's show. Yeah. But nasty bits. Uh, there's another terrible one liner in a nasty bit scene. Continue what you're going to say, but remind oh, me. Oh, uh, I just like the. I, you know that's Mick Jagger's son. Uh, I did know that. I had forgotten it until you just said it, but yes, I, yes. I know that. Um, that band does kind of stink, but in the way where it's like they're going to be the clash or some fucking terrible thing. But, and I love The Clash. I mean, like, it's going to be some obvious, like... They sound like Gorilla Biscuits right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100% sure. They sound fucking terrible. Um, But there's another one of those terrible one-liners. So Julian tells Drug Girl, like, 
uh, not Julian. Richie, Richie tells Drug Girl, work with Julie, get them ready for a showcase this week. Uh, we see them in like a rehearsal with Julie and, mm-hmm. and Drug Girl. And Julie's like, this is the worst shit I've ever heard. Yeah. And, he's, and he's not wrong. Um, there's something there. And I will give them a little bit of credit of like, every so often you get a, like, you know, 10 second, 15, 30 second chunk of a song. It's like, oh, there's something there. They're just not good enough to keep it going. Yeah. And that's like a good representation of what that band is. There's yeah. something there, but it's not ready yet. But the one liner that's fucking terrible is fucking Julie goes, what happens to the money? And the lead singer was like, what money? And he goes, the money your mother gave you for singing lessons. That's not an insult. I get what you're trying to, you're trying to be an insult, but like, that's not an insult. His mother didn't give him any money for singing lessons. It's just like a bad false I wish, premise. I, I wish she had been like, my mother's dead. Like, yeah, something. Like, Some you, little anything. Yeah. Uh, a, or, then, if, or if he even had a comeback of like, oh, I used that money to fuck your mom. Anything. Yeah. Other than just them taking it. Yeah. Because uh, that character wouldn't take yeah, that. He's supposed to so, fight. He, the only, he has a whole scene where he's like, where she's like, well, you need a gimmick. You need a character. What do you care about? And he's like, I care about fucking and fighting. <laughs> and, and I'm not giving a fuck and uh, she's like well that's your character uh, yeah so this whole thing is he doesn't give a fuck there's no way he would sit here and let this guy just shit on him yeah he doesn't care yeah so it's really it's annoying so, yeah there, uh, he is cute though <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get that I can, I like, can see that like 17 year old punk rock me is nah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. For like, sure. oh what's up with that dude yeah well, he looks fucking real sketchy yeah. but in like a oh he's probably pained kind of yeah. way yeah 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 yeah. But then he turned out he's not pained. He's just kind of a douchebag. Like he sleeps in his car, but he he also has a blanket. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, at least he's got a blanket. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, um, we'll be back next week with more of this. Janet, what? Uh, where can we find you on Twitter? Or what do you want to plug? All that oh yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lisa C Friedrich. And that's pretty much all I want to plug, really. Word. Uh, this will be out Thursday, which means you can see me on Jeff Ross Roast Battle. On Comedy Central, I think it airs at midnight on Thursday, Eastern Time, so check out for that. Um, I will be in Winnipeg, Canada in August for the Odd Block Comedy Festival. I'm headlining in San Antonio at some point coming up at Paper Tiger. I don't fucking remember any of these dates. People tell me a couple days before I gotta go. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, you'll have just seen me on at midnight. But yeah, we're at Jeff Ross Rose Battle. Check that out. If you like the podcast, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It really helps us out. Uh, also, check out my other podcast I just started with Ralphie Hardesty and Cass Barbadoro called Wig Snatchers, where we talk a bunch of shit and snatch. We basically just snatch white dudes' wigs all day. It's pretty tight. But uh, it's on iTunes, it's on Podbean. You can find us on Stitcher, all that shit. It's called Wig Snatchers, so check that out. Ah, uh, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>